If you have your Bibles this morning, yeah, you can give Jesus a hand clap. Amen. We serve an awesome God. I'm telling you all this morning, he's just been all over me. I just can't get away from him. He's, he's been real. And I believe he's going to do something in here this morning. I love the worship, uh, but also like the word. If you have your Bibles, I want you to turn to Joshua chapter 24, and we're going to start with verse 14. You can stand if you want for the reading of the word. Joshua chapter 24 and verse 14. Now, therefore, fear the Lord and serve him in sincerity and in truth and put away the gods which your father served on the other side of the flood in Egypt and serve ye the Lord. Somebody say, serve ye the Lord. Verse 15 says, and if it seem evil unto you to serve the Lord, choose you this day whom ye will serve. Whether the gods which your father served that were on the other side of the flood or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Somebody says, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Amen. Give Jesus a hand clap. You can be seated. Amen. In all of my ministry, I've... I've for, for years, I preached revivals and always preached to older people, but really not had the opportunity just to a few years ago for God to put young people in my life to preach to. I, holding revivals, going out preaching the, to the older people, and, and most churches that you go to have more older people than younger people. But all of a sudden, I was, one day I was walking through my kitchen, and you may have heard me preach this message that I'm going to preach this morning, but God laid it on my heart. I've preached it many times. God laid it on my heart last night. He said, preach. As for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. God began to deal with me heavily, and one morning I was walking through my kitchen, and I looked up, and there's a Bible verse right in my kitchen, Joshua chapter 24. And it says, as for me and my house, we are going to serve the Lord. And the Lord spoke to me standing in my kitchen, and he says, I want you to preach that to the young people. Well, there was a problem. I didn't preach to a lot of young people. But all of a sudden, churches and different people begin to call and say, we want you to come and hold a youth revival. We want you to come. And I would preach this message to the youth. So y'all don't know it. We're going to have a youth service this morning. Is that okay? So if you're under the age of 100, you're going to be considered youth. And, and we're going to talk about, as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. And God started putting young people in, in different services, and, and they would come running to the altar and, and realizing that I don't have to live the way that my family lives. And if I had a title for this message, is your family's past does not have to be your future. Somebody say amen. Your family's past does not have to be your future. But as for me and my house, I'm going to serve the Lord. Verse 14 says, Now therefore fear the Lord and serve him in sincerity and put away the gods which your fathers served. Now you're going to have to help me this morning and say, Put away the gods that my family served. Oh, but I'm going to serve the Lord this morning. So many times that we, we 
we grow up in an environment and we deal with things. Now, a lot of us have grew up in families that were blessed, that we had God-fearing mamas and daddies and grandparents, And but you're not the people I want to talk to this morning. I want to talk to the people that when you grew up that you didn't have good parents and your daddy was an alcoholic, mom was a drug addict. Your, your whole life seemed like it fell apart. You would go to school and did not want to come home because of the turmoil that would be in your house. You didn't want to, to, to face the everyday going because of the different things that would happen in your life. Because of your family's past, it seems like grandpa was an alcoholic, daddy was an alcoholic, mama was an alcoholic, failed marriages, failed this and failed that. Oh, but I want to give you something this morning that you don't have the story don't end there. Oh, but we serve a God that's a redempting God. We serve a God that will come right where you're at and show you the light. Our family's past does not have to be my future. We can look at those things. We can look at the fears and, and the, the, the turmoil that we deal with on a day-to-day basis and God showing us that we can look past that and live in a redempting state that we're not subject to those things. We're not subject to drugs and alcohol. We're not subject to fear and anger and all those things. We're not subject to failure, but we can be subject to the presence and the anointing of God and have a turnaround in our life and be a somebody. Amen. Somebody say, I want to be a somebody. I want to be somebody that's real. I want to be a somebody for Jesus. I want to be a conduit that God can flow through. But so many times and so many young people, they say, well, Brother Paul, I deal with this and I deal with that. I deal with this sphere and I deal with that. And, and, and why would God want me where I'm at? Why would God accept me? Do you not realize what I come from? Do you not realize the family that I've got? They are all messed up. They're all broken. It's chaos. We can't even have Thanksgiving dinner together. It's just a complete mess. We don't even know anything about church let me tell you something. You in here today and you don't know nothing about church, you are a perfect candidate to be here. You are a perfect candidate for God to love you. You are a perfect candidate for God to do something in your life. Brother Paul, you don't know where I came from. You don't know what I deal with. My mom and daddy ain't together no more. I got anxiety. I the Lord, when I was praying this morning, God just kept pounding that word anxiety into my spirit. And just, I've got anxiety. Why would God use somebody that deals with anxiety that don't even want to face the day-to-day people? Why would, why would God want to use somebody that's scared to death of reality and scared to death of people and scared to death? And, and the reason that you're that way is because of your past. Oh, but I'm not going to be subject and I'm not going to serve the gods which my family served. What do you mean serve the gods which my family served? Oh, they may have known it they may not have known it, but they don't have to be subject to those gods and those principalities of darkness and those spirits that's taken over their family 
And you don't have to inherit those spirits either. You don't have to be that way. Oh, but you can be a new creation in Christ. I serve a God that transforms. I serve a God that will take a mess. Listen to me, church. God can take a mess and transform your life. Oh, and a year from now, somebody will look at you and say, I don't even recognize that person. You don't even act the same. You don't even look the same. Oh, but you looking back from a redemptive standpoint, you're not the same person. You know why? Because you can make up your mind this morning that you're not going to serve those gods that everybody else in your family served. You're not going to serve those principalities of darkness that everybody else served. Oh, but you're going to serve the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Oh, they may have done it. Oh, they could have been set free too. Oh, but now it's your turn. Oh, the ball's in your court. The choice is yours this morning. What God are you going to serve? Are you going to serve the gods of your past? But are you going to serve the God of Jehovah that's now? I remember growing up, I, I, I had a pretty good home. I'm not going to lie. Things was okay. But but my parents fought a lot. Uh, my dad, he had a lot of anger issues, a lot of uh, uh, jealousy and different things, and it caused complete turmoil in my life. Oh, but thank God, I went to Pensacola, Florida one day. Anybody ever go to Pensacola, Florida to the revival? God hit me with a Holy Ghost bulldozer down there. Oh, I didn't know what to do. Even going down to the revival on the tour bus, the Holy Ghost got to moving, and I remember as just a little kid, I had to crawl up up on the seats and crawl over the top of the seats of that tour bus and I got up there and I stood beside the bus driver at the windshield. You know the reason I was crawling over the seats is because the Holy Ghost got moving on the bus and people was getting set free from drugs and alcohol and cigarettes and different things. I remember one guy taking cigarettes out of his pocket and throwing it down and he said I'm not going to be subject to that anymore And, and it scared me to death as a kid because these people were going wild and they started running around on the bus brother Jonathan and screaming and falling out in the spirit that the driver got scared and he pulled over at a rest area and I remember he opened the door and he said get off my bus and people (laughs) ran off the bus and they was all 50 some people all over the parking lot shouting and laying out in the parking lot because of this listen realizing that they don't have to be subject to the family's past realizing that there's a God that's real, a God that can change our lives and love us in our mess. I feel like I'm going to explode this morning. Brother, I ain't going to explode. You take over. I'm not going to be subject to those things. But the problem is, here. this is the decision point that we're going to have to make. I've done told you that you don't have to be subject to those things. I've done told you that you don't have to be subject to the past. But verse 15 says, and if it seem evil unto you to serve the Lord, something you're going to have to do. Choose you this day whom you're going to serve. Now listen, church, this is where we got to put our big boy britches on. This is where we got to put our big girl britches on and get down to, to the nitty-gritty where, where, where we can get real with God. I told the youth Friday night, let me tell you something. They done got me so fired up. I don't know what to do with myself. 
I told the young people Friday night, I said, let me tell you something. Going to Accelerant was good, and, and you got on fire for God, but now can you, can you do it alone? Can you do it when you ain't got nobody cheering you on? Can you do it when you're walking in the high school and, and nobody's there, and you, you see kids doing drugs, and, and you, you see kids living an immoral life and, and having sex outside of marriage and different? Can you, can you, can you still serve God? Because that, the Bible says now is the time for the true worship to worship him in what spirit and in truth and I want to be real I want to be I want to have some truth in my life and I'm going to ask you this morning are you going to serve God you can look around and it might seem weird it might seem awkward and even in the day and age that we live in it, it is even portrayed as evil and bad to serve God and to live a, a holy life they say things like you're judgmental you're holier than thou you're a holy roller you better than everybody else no I'm not better than everybody else. I just know I don't have to be subject to those things anymore. I just know that I serve a God that can set me free. I know that I serve a God that's real. Oh, I wish I could tell you about him this morning. Oh, when you're standing at a redemptive place, when you're standing at a place in grace and realizing God's wiped away your slate, people of the world don't understand that. And there's going to be times, listen to me, there's going to be times when you're serving God and it seems like that everybody around you is not wanting to serve God. Everybody around you is not feeling the same Holy Spirit that you're feeling. Oh, but it's at that time when you have to get down into the grit and the dirt and say, Lord, I'm not giving up now, but devil, I don't care what comes my way, I'm still going to serve God. I'm still going to follow after the one who knows the way. I'm still going to keep going. Oh, it's going to seem evil. Sometimes it's going to seem bad. It's going to feel like you don't have the cheerleader. You're not going to have me all singing glorious day when you at school or when you at work and everybody's talking about you and everybody's making fun of you. Oh, I'm not going to be there. Pastor Lee's not going to be there. The worship team's not going to be there. Dean and Storm's not going to be playing the drums when you're there all by yourself. Oh, but it's at that moment you put your foot in the dirt and say, I'm going to stand strong for Christ. Uh, oh, I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep going. Not a weapon formed against me shall prosper. Oh, trust in the Lord with all of my heart and lean not to what I think. Oh, but I'm going to serve Him. Choose you this day whom you're going to serve. Church, are you going to be subject to the things of your past? Oh, but are you going to listen this morning and be subject to what God has to say that you can be and what God said you can come out of that mess and what God says that you can do? Oh, listen to me. You don't have to walk around in fear. You don't have to walk around in pain and hurt and shame and disgust and loneliness and depression and anxiety. Oh, but you can be set free by the power of God this morning. Oh, let me tell you what. The devil's tore all to pieces this morning because there's some chains in here that's starting to rattle. Oh, there's some chains of bondages that you've had this morning that you come dragging in here. Oh, that the devil's beginning to shake. 
shake. I mean, God's beginning to shake, and he don't know what to do with you because he knows that you're about to find out that you can be redempted, that you can come out of that mess, and that you're not going to be in that much longer. Choose you this day whom you're going to serve. Are you still going to be subject to those chains that's on your life? Are you going to be subject to thinking, I can't do it? Are you going to be subject to thinking, oh, this is not for me? I don't care if you've got a preacher in your family. If God called you to preach, you better preach. I don't care if you... You was raised up with the best preachers in the world and the best singers in the world. If God called you to sing, honey, you better get up and sing. If God called you to preach, you better preach. You're not trying to preach like everybody else. You're not trying to sing like everybody else. But God's anointed you. God's called you. Choose you this day whom you're going to serve. Oh, I said choose you this day whom you're going to serve, church. Is it going to be the gods which your daddy served or your mama served or grandma or grandpa or aunts and uncles? But is it the God that I'm talking about? Jesus Christ, the King of kings and the Lord of lords. I don't care if you're in here this morning and you don't even know who your parents are. You come from a place the adoption agency. Amen. I'm going to preach right where you're at today. You come from a place that you don't know who your parents are. Mom and daddy might be in jail. You, you don't even know where daddy's at right now. But God loves you. And I, I'm, I'm telling you this morning, God said you chosen and he loves you. He cares for you. Glory. He cares for you and He loves you. Choose you this day whom you're going to serve. Is it going to be the God of the I don't know where I came from? Or is it going to be the King of kings and the Lord of lords that says, you can come out. You can Take something of your mess and God move in and begin to move and do things. Listen, all he's got to do is move his pinky and things will begin to move in your life and bondages fall off. And you think, how in the world did I get here? How in the world did I get here? The end of verse 15 but as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. There is an anointing in that verse. I'm telling you, it sets me on fire. But as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. Now listen, we know that we can be changed. We know that God can have the change fall off of our life, but there's a choice that we're going to have to make. We're going to have to know that we, we're going to have to serve God. We're not going to be subject to those paths, but yet we're going to have to go and say, but as for me, somebody said, as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. Let's talk about your house just a minute. Let's talk about where you dwell. You may not have a house. Thank God I got a house. I love my house. 
And there's been times that I've had to go through my house and get the anointing oil bottle out and begin to paint over my house and say, Devil, get out of my house. I don't know if you Pentecostal like that, but that's just the way I am. I'm a little bit old-fashioned. I, I like to, to stir the fire. I'll put the praise and worship on because this is my house, devil. Devil, this is, this, is, this is where I dwell. This is where you do not dwell. Let me tell you something. All the stuff that I've been preaching, if you let the devil come into where you worship, if you let the devil come into where you dwell, you might as well throw part A of this chapter out. But you got to say, as for me and my house, house, I'm going to serve the Lord. So it's about time some of us start chasing some devils out of our house. Uh, it's, oh, I'm going to preach it. Can I preach to you like I told the youth? Uh, it's time that we start turning off the music that's not pleasing to God that's all up in our house uh, and say, as for me in my house, we're going to serve the Lord. Somebody say amen there. All oh, the TV shows that we're watching that's not pleasing to God. Oh, we're going to, as for me in my house, we're going to serve the Lord. There's been times something come on the TV and I go find the remote. That's not pleasing to God. We're going to cut that off. Uh, this times things come up on Facebook. Uh, oh, that might be your house. I know that's in your house. Uh, that's not pleasing to God. I'm going to keep scrolling. Oh, it's time that we start changing some things in our life. Uh, you might have to get the anointing bottle out, uh, put some oil in your hand and lay it on your head and say in the name of Jesus, you are a child of God and you are going to serve the Lord. And as for me and my house, I'm going to serve God. You might be a teenager in here, and you don't know who your parents are. Maybe you do know who your parents are, and you don't even have a house. But I'm sure you got a room. You might walk around in your bedroom and say, as for me and my room, we're going to serve God. Oh, as for me and my room, we're going to serve God. Listen, when mom and dad is fighting, and it seems like chaos is in the house, you got a place to go. And you walk up into your room. Get your anointing bottle out. There's times I take my Bible and I lay it on my chest and I say, as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. Oh, let the storms rage. Let everybody fight. But there's a place yet that I can go, that I can get down to where I can get with God and say, as for me and my house, I'm going to serve the Lord. Oh, I did that about two years ago. I went through my house and I opened every door that that is access to my house and I started in one end and I went to the other. My neighbors think I'm crazy. I said, devil, get out of my house in the name of Jesus. I'm not going to be subject to depression. I'm not going to be subject to loneliness and hurt. Get out of my house and I'd anoint all the doorposts. I'd walk upstairs. Devil, I said, get out of my house. Devil, leave my house. Oh, that wasn't good enough for me. See, I serve a big, big God. I walked out of in this, on the sidewalk at my house and I said, Devil, get off my property. That wasn't good enough for me. I walked out in the driveway. I just want to make sure you're gone. Devil, get out of my driveway. You're not welcome here on Beaver Creek Road anymore. You're not welcome here. Listen, it's time we start chasing some devils out of our life and say, as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. Oh, we serve a God that's real. We serve a God that can transform our life. But there's some choices that you're going to have to make and run devils out of your life 
I went down to the Roanoke Mission one time and all them homeless people standing out on the side of the road. I mean, they just about as worse as you can get. They don't, they don't have nowhere to go. They don't even have a house. They don't have places to go. Some of them may have somewhere to go, but they probably choose not to go there because of the turmoil. And I went down there and preached, as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. You know what I told them? Your sidewalk might be the only house you got, but as for me and my sidewalk, we're going to serve the Lord. As for me and my cardboard box, we're going to serve the Lord. Under this bridge, I'm going to serve the Lord. Oh, there's something when you start serving God in the middle of your junk, when you start serving Him in your brokenness, Oh, and watch him bring you out. My Lord. Somebody shout amen in here. I'm not going to be subject to those things anymore. There's nothing that sets me on fire more is when I see some young person get what I'm talking about this morning and they come running to Jesus knowing that I've been set free, knowing that I don't have to be subject to that anymore. Oh, when you get a hold of somebody, especially a young person that gets a hold of this, there's not a devil in hell that can stop them. There's not a church demon that that can stop them, a religion that will stop them, they'll turn a church upside down. My goodness. Last night I was preaching at Floyd County High School, and man, those kids, uh, I like when, it's awesome when somebody senses the anointing they don't have a clue what it is. I like going to places like that. And, and, that's something different. No, not about me. I really don't think that they thank me. No, I don't think that at all. I think that they just, Jesus walks by when they're sitting in that, pew, that chair, that pew, and he just walks by. And What was that? There's something different going on here. I, I, don't, I don't feel this normally. This is different, Sandy. There's something different. I like it when people come in and they don't know Jesus from a load of coal. Them is my favorite. They don't know. They standing there. And this, this, this is so funny. People, people like that, they come to church. I'm just going to go to church to please everybody. I'm, I'm just going to sit here. And I'm, I'm not going to move. I'm not going to go to the altar. I'm not going to do nothing. And they don't know it. See, Jonathan, I always tell, come to church. There's this lady that, that I work with. She works at the sheriff's office. Precious lady, precious lady. She ain't been there too long. And, 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 and the more I got to talk to her, I realized that she's had a past with Jesus. And I've also realized that God began to show me that that past, when she was serving God, something happened and deterred her from church. I like when the Holy Ghost coon dogs and hounds get after you and start sniffing out the past. <laughs> Let me tell you something. When the Holy Ghost starts sniffing out your past, you better, you better run. Because he, he, I'm telling you. And I could tell. So I started talking to her about church. And she said, I used to be Pentecostal. And she started telling me, I said, why don't you come to church once? No, 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 no. I'm not coming to church. I'm not coming. Just let me, just give me, just give me a little bit. 
I'm reeling her in. I know she don't have to be subject to the past. Not to those gods that everybody served, those religious devils. But a God that can set us free. And I begin to tell her about Jesus. I said, it's okay. I'm not going to make you come. I'm not. But if you come, we're going to love you to death. I'll guarantee you that. Well, I might come. Other day, I was laying in bed. Let me tell you something. When the Holy Ghost hounds get after you, you better watch out. I was laying in bed, and my phone rang. It's like 12 o'clock. I don't like it when I get woke up. It better be good. And it was that lady, and she was bawling her eyes out. She said, Brother Paul, I've got this problem and that problem, and i got that problem. And she said, I'm dealing with anxiety so bad that I can't even drive home. She said, I had to leave work because and she was working a midnight shift. She said, I had to leave work because I can't even finish my, I can't even do this job. She said, I don't even know what's the matter with me. She says, but I know that you can pray. I don't, she said, I know from my past that, that there's spirits. And she said, I don't know what it is. I knew exactly what it was. God was dealing with her. And I, I told her on the phone, and, and I said, I know what the problem is. She said, what? I said, God's dealing with you. She said, I know. I said, it's time that you turn your life to Jesus. She said, I'm going to come and hear you preach. Now, she hadn't been able to make it yet because of her work schedule. But I said, you want me to pray on the phone with you? She said, pray for me on the phone. And I began to pray. I said, Lord, in the name of Jesus, uh, we thank you for your love and your grace. God, we thank you for your redemption. God, we thank you for what you're going to do in her life. And I began to just proclaim and bless and minister to her. God was moving and ministering to that girl. And I went back the next day. I said, how you doing? She said, I'm doing good. Oh, there's a, there, let me tell you something. When we get to a place when we realize that we don't have to serve our past, we don't have to be subject to those things. Listen to me. The past is over with, but it's a new season. There's a new day here. Oh, on February, I think it's the 23rd. Today is a new day for you. February 23rd, it's a new season, a new day. It's a fresh anointing. It's a new start. The sun's come up there. Rain quit yesterday. God has got a plan for your life, and you're not going to be subject to those things anymore. Oh, but we can be saved. I'm going to ask the girls to come back and sing. See, God's a jealous God. What do you mean by that, preacher? He's going to do whatever and whenever. He's going to do whatever it takes. He'll send people by your way because he loves you. Hmm. Those people that come to church just like some of you are sitting here this morning, I'm going to preach to you. If you didn't want to preach to you, you should have went to the first church or something somewhere else.
but you've been, God's been dealing with you. It's real, Jonathan. You think, well, I'm just going to show up. A lot of you have been showing up for a while. But there's a Holy Ghost bulldozer. One of them D models, them big ones. And King Jesus is sitting on it. And about right now, he's cranking up the throttle on it. Winding that big old caterpillar up. And you're sitting there. You can feel the anointing this morning. You can feel God reach it down into your spirit. What you're feeling is him revving up that engine. See, right now as I'm speaking, chains are starting to shake in your life. The devil's telling you right now, you're not worthy. You'll never be anything. You've got this addiction. Look what you did last night. Look what, what you did the other day. Choose you this day whom you're going to serve. Listen, if I could serve God for you, I would. If I could do it for you, if I, if I could go back there and drag you to the altar and throw you down and, and, and ask for forgiveness for you, I would. I would do it for every one of them. But I can't do that. There's a choice that you have to make. The ball's in your court. See, we spent, listen, we spend so much time blaming everybody else. I'm going to say that again. We spend so much time blaming everybody else for the problems that's in our life and why we're not going to serve God. But now is the time for us to serve God ourselves. We're not going to be subject to those things. I don't care what somebody did to you. I don't care how they hurt you in church. I don't care what they said about you. That's not important right now. What's important is who you're going to serve. As for me and my house, I'm going to serve the Lord. Oh, I'm not going to be subject to broken homes. I'm not going to be subject to alcohol. I'm not going to be subject to anxiety and depression. Oh, but I'm going to be free this morning. Mm, I'm not going to be subject to hurt. As I was back there, God said, I'm not going to be subject to feeling like I'm going to be replaced. Listen, when God calls you, it may seem like nobody wants you, but you're not going to be replaced in the kingdom of God. Oh, thank you, God. There's some of you in here, Lord, some of you in here this morning, you feel like God's done with you. No. It's a new season. It's a new day. He loves you. And I'm going to ask them girls to sing that song.